thanks very much for joining us again. I'm here with Ken Sugiura. My name's Sam Daniels, and we're the authors of Buying Property in the USA, a foreign investor's guide. Thanks very much for joining us again, Ken. How are you, Sam? Very good, very good. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, research tools that we look at to sort of get a very rough indication of uh, whether a property we've found or an area we're targeting is, is worthwhile. Um, now, most of these tools are web-based, isn't it? Is that right? Yeah, I mean, this, this is a modern world, so... Um, pretty much um, the things that we're going to talk about today are uh, pretty much online. So Excellent. Now, what um, the U.S. has some very, very handy um, tools for analysing both houses and areas, and um, we're just going to talk about a few of them. And probably the biggest name, I suppose, in um, property tools in the U.S. is Zillow, um, Zillow.com. That's Z-I-L-L-O-W.com. And this is... Um, fulfills a number of functions, I suppose. It tells you information about the area, past sale price, um, estimated value, estimated rental value of a particular house, um, what surrounding properties are for sale for or have sold for, and also has some um, listings of, of various properties. Now, usually these listings are a bit misleading. You might look at them and think you can buy those properties, but um, you know, often they're short sales or the listings are old um, and um, have already been sold or it can be a bit of a time-consuming and frustrating path going using Zillow to actually find a place you want to buy. Rather, we would use Zillow when we have a place or area, type that into the search window and see what comes out. And tell us a little bit little bit about when you put a property into, into Zillow, Ken. What, what sort of things do you see? Well, first of all, it will come up with, um, you know, this short description of the property. I think that you want to check... Um, um, you know, it's a three-bedroom house and two, bed, you know, two bathrooms and things like that. And, and it also um, shows you, this is a bit of a controversy about uh, how accurate the Zero's uh, valuation model works. Um, so, you know, I think yeah. I, would, I would use their, their um, you know, estimates and, and, and uh, Zero's valuation as just a guide. Yeah. For my consideration, but you know, usually has say you know if it's a rent, expected rent is between seven hundred to eight hundred fifty, yeah. and uh, property value is say thirty five thousand to you know or maybe forty thousand dollars, or it might have a just the exact figure of thirty eight thousand five hundred, yeah. You know, but depending on the the conditions and the market and comparables in in the area, um, and um, the. Probably the parts which are useful for me are information about the schools and areas yeah. and um, the comparable uh, sales in the area um, and um, yeah, so on. And, and then and again, there are a lot of agents, you know, property agents' names come up, but you know, it's, uh, apparently that anyone can just put their hands up and be an agent for yeah. any property. So I wouldn't just be calling them and say, hey, can you, can I no. buy this property through you? And uh, everybody will say yes. The, probably the more typical scenario is if a vendor offers us a property, you know, 335 Smith Street in Atlanta or whatever, we'll put that in. And if he wants us to pay 50 grand or 50,000, um, and we get on there and see the Zillow estimate, the Z estimate's 35 or something, we'll... Um, you know, it's not definitive, but immediately you'd start alarm bells would start to go off, wouldn't they? That's right. So, I mean, you can actually question the vendor, the wholesaler, and said, "Well, I mean, 
unless the most say most wholesalers probably check their dealers page already yeah, yeah. Say if it's a huge diversion between the selling price and uh, ask or asking price and then the the zeros price they usually explain why and so on but we don't mind the divergence on the upside of course upside, <laughs> yeah but that sometimes there are i mean there are a lot of discussions about uh, their, their valuation models i mean let's put it yeah. this way because of the gfc the markets in the u.s have become so you know widely um you know um going all over the place and yeah. in one street you might find two hundred thousand dollars house and then next door you know which went through a foreclosure you may buy the property for fifty thousand dollars <laughs> yeah so um, sounds crazy but it's, it's true. crazy but it's true and the value so-called uh, valuation uh, you know valuers find it very difficult you know, appraisers find it very difficult to do their job because yeah. they just normally when they do that sort of housing pricing uh, valuation you look at the comparables but you know you have a normal market where the normal house owner is selling the house to the someone else you know for two hundred thousand dollars and then and at the same time there's a bank selling the foreclosure property fifty thousand dollars to someone else you know wholesaler yeah you know in one street you know but the, the condition of the properties are so different right because if you're owning a property until the last minute you know and then selling to someone else it's usually better condition so yeah. the other one's uh, REO for six months and you know the copper's taken and yeah. the whole place is trashed and appliance is gone you, you might spend a hundred grand to do the rehab <laughs> so it's yeah. hard to compare um, all the properties in one street with with that sort of situation but anyway it gives you some idea a rough guide and, yeah. and i've just been typing in um, as we've been talking here and and about the schools you get like a list of the most six or seven nearest schools with their school rating according to a rating system that they use in the u.s and um you get a little bit of data like that but i think um when we talk about demographics, so perhaps the other main next tool we'll talk about, um, Trulia, which is um, trulia.com, uh, has a better system when it comes to um, looking at the demographics of an area. Would you do you think that's true? Yeah, Trulia. I mean, they're, they're competing, uh, obviously, in the US. Uh, Zillow does one thing, and Trulia does another thing, and they're trying to offer different service and so on. So, the best thing is that look, you know, you. You buy, you're spending whatever amount of money on, on a real estate investment. You might as well do check both sites, yes, and then compare. You know what sort of um, what it says and and so on. I think Trulia has recently uh, added a few functions like uh, the you know the the expected. Um, uh, the prices and things like that as well. Yeah, so, they have. Hmm. So it has a similar estimate. Often it differs yeah. from, from the Zillow. Zillow. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I think Zillow is accusing them of ripping off the algorithm. Exactly. But I mean, I think it's for consumers or for investors, it's a good thing. So you, you have two now two options and two valuations. Yes. So, I mean, that gives you some sort of idea about, you know, what sort of... Um, property days. The other thing is that both Zero and Trulia will have, usually have a link to the uh, county data system, database. Ah, uh, yes. So you want to check the public record. I mean, that's probably the most accurate yes. uh, stuff about, um, about the property itself. You know, sometimes it's got a property I, I look at has a three bedroom instead of four bedroom, but you look at the public record, it says four bedroom. 
Yes. Zero may be saying three bedroom, but um, and uh, the size of land and you know a uh, little area um, and things like that. So the basic information about the property itself, it may be better. You know, I would definitely check this double the county, check with the county. county county data system database. Yeah, because it's not yeah, it's not super rigorous, is it? This information, but it's good for a rough idea. Mm. I'm just putting another place of mine into um, into Trulia as we speak, um, and this it, the demographic stuff can be better in a way because it has a, um, a star guide according to the area so it'll rate this the area as a you know three star two star four star five star area um, and again it has a similar uh, information about comparable sales in the area and if you go into the education um, schools tab or amenities or crime there's a little bit more perhaps a little bit more data than you can get on Zillow about those those things about performance of schools um, and also applicable crime rates in the area um, if you want to sort of drill down into these things in a bit more detail, there are some other um, services we use, which um, there's a couple of websites. Um, you put them into Google rather than I won't read out the full URL, but there's one called Neighbourhood Scout. Um, it's subscription only, but there's probably enough free information on there to get a rough handle on um, areas. It's very heavy on crime, that one, um, crime and education. Also, um, there's one called spotcrime.com, which sort of provides maps of, um, you know, of uh, crime rates in particular areas. And another called uh, areavibes.com, which is a similar sort of thing, talking about crime rates and um, educational data. And perhaps just one more that I sometimes use um, is one called City Data. Um, City Data has a similar sort of system, but What's better, I think, is you know all the crime and education stuff is algorithm-driven in a way, and whereas City Data has a forum, so um, which has a lot of members. So if you want to get on to um, type in your postcode, for example, and which which you're buying, um, and it'll spit out lots of queries from ordinary U.S. residents saying, "Oh, I want to buy in six four three seven in you know Kansas City. What's it like to live there?" And then you'll get more granular detailed feedback from people actually live there, um, which I reckon is often just as good. Yeah, uh, I think the, the as a foreign investor who doesn't live there, the one, one precious information that's that's probably needed is really the local knowledge, local market feel for, yeah. for the area. Um, and it, it's best to ask locals about what they think of that area or the street and all that sort of stuff. You often get very subjective yeah, yeah, yeah. On, uh, on the states because, uh, you know, as you know, Americans are very passionate about their own hometown or whatever. And then I, I threw uh, one question one day at the city data forum and then asking about certain area and God, I got so many different responses from residents. And, you started you know, a new civil war. Or yeah, it's almost like, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like talking about a baseball team. Whereabouts know, was that, by the way? In Kansas City. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting anyway. It's probably worth doing it because um, because as, as a foreigner, you, you don't know the area. Um, but as, as uh, Sam mentioned, that Zillow and particularly Trulia gives you a fair... Uh, idea about the schools and areas and crimes and so on. So the, you know, the star system I think it's really good, and I tend to look for properties in probably four star or better right. area, yeah. so that um, I don't have to deal with too many issues later on. Um, but 
you know that sort of things really helps you um, you know to to what sort of risk you are willing to take to get the better uh, to to get return extra return so um, what about yeah. bigger pockets? Um, I'll leave you to talk about bigger pockets. So this is another forum, probably the most well-known one for U.S. real estate investors. Yeah, I think bigger pockets uh, is a great. It's it's like a real estate industry's uh, response to Facebook. Ah, uh, right. Yeah, yeah. So people put in all sorts of um, you know articles and views and and even they have a properties for sale. You know they're trying to sell directly to other investors. But it's it's uh, members consist of uh, private in- investors like ourselves, mostly U.S. Yeah. based. So by reading, you know, if you cannot sleep at night and you wake up in the middle of the night, you have an iPad in your bed and you want to read their forum to understand what, what you know what sort of things that American private investors are thinking about the current state of the play or particular markets or issues such as should we go for LLC versus umbrella ah, insurance yeah. or you know what what are the key about, key issues about property management in certain areas and things like that so um, it's a great I think uh, information exchange definitely yeah. Yeah. yeah there's some really smart people on there yeah and then you probably realize that um, in America you don't find many books written on property investments yeah. As such, actually, if you uh, go to Amazon and put the real estate investment, you often you either get MBA textbooks on real estate investment, which is very academic, or something which is you know make a million dollars flipping houses. Yeah, Robert Kiyosaki style oh, of investment, okay. which, yeah, yeah. which is sort of a, you know it's a broader and all that. So, um, but this is this forum is really specific to the real estate investment, uh, particularly in the modern days, you know, after the GFC, um, you know, a lot of wholesalers are onto it and arbitragers and, and flippers, um, people who do a rehab, rehabbers. Yeah, yeah. So good to hear their view about yeah. how they structured deals and how, I mean, they're each, you know, sharing the information with others. But you could, just to give you a couple of examples, you could go on there and say, you know, oh, I need a investment analysis spreadsheet. Um, which you know hmm. factors in depreciation and mortgage interest, yeah. and someone will get yeah. back to you and say, "Oh, here's the one I use." Or you can say some contractor or your one-stop shop agent comes back to you and says, um, "All right, to rehab your place, we need a um, compressor for the aircon. Um, that'll be three thousand dollars." And you can sounds high. You can jump on bigger pockets and say, "Ah, oh, listen, I've got a guy in Florida who wants this. He says a rehab will be three grand for one compressor unit." And you'll get people come back and say, "No, you know, I know a friend who can do it for fifteen hundred or whatever." Well, I think it's a, it's a, it's as, again as a foreign investor, you want to have your allies in the market, and then often these people, you know, again, you know, you, you cannot treat everything as, as face value, but it's it's good to have a second opinion or a different views on things that you're facing. Now, we, we, of course, we do more. We're talking just at the stage of the pre-purchase stage to get a handle on whether you're attracted to a property or not. We obviously go into a lot more detail if you decide to go down and buy it. But the other thing that's really 
um, useful to us, and it sounds so obvious, is the Google Street View. Um, mm. I mean, any property we we look at, we want to basically drive around the streets as best we can um, on Google Street View, and mm. we're sort of looking at, you know, are the bins put out, are the lawns um, mowed, you know, is there, are there cars up on blocks and, mm. you know, burning fire drums and stuff in the area, you know, mm. is that fair to say that's the kind of thing you're looking for? I think so, the street view gives you uh, obviously a view on the street and then what sort of neighbourhood it is for, you know, before you purchase. Uh, once I looked, I was looking at one house and I googled, you know, did a Google street view and realised that there's a big warehouse in front of the house and, you know, first thing I asked the, um, the wholesaler, I said, what's that warehouse, you uh -huh. know, and then he was able to explain to me very clearly what they are and all that sort of stuff. So it, it's good to, you know, obviously you, you know, you, you obviously physically not want to be there each time the property comes up, but at least yeah. you get the feel for the street. And the other uh, um, thing you could do is when you're doing a property inspection later on at the property next purchase, stage, yeah. next stage, and then you can ask the inspector, you pay maybe a little bit more for him to walk up and down the street and take a, um, you know, a video or photos so that you, you get more in the current um, view of the street because yeah. sometimes the Google Street View, yeah, is, is outdated. Maybe two yeah. years ago it was a great street, but now it's a, <laughs> you know, it's a war zone. You know, <laughs> so you never know. Um, so you want to make sure that Street View is, is current mm. and act, you know, it's a current version so that you, you you know it's you know what you're basically you know buying for. You know? And there's a, there's a few other sites we we probably just mentioned offhand. We don't need to talk about them in too much detail. I mean, there's also ones. There's lots of providers of information who will um, track different neighbourhoods, different markets in the US, compare them to each other, and um, you know that's very good for um, sort of people like us who are writing a book about this, or investors that you know hold very large holdings. You know, these are things like Reality Track or Local Market Monitor or what's the other one? Um, um, local market monitors, uh, core logic. Core logic, that's core logic. Yeah, yeah. And they'll sort of send circulars um, every quarter and say, oh, these markets are up, these yeah. markets are down. And and um, we actually use some of the local market monitor data in the book, um, which they very kindly provided us with. But for the average investor, it's probably not necessary to discuss those in too much detail. Well, look, we're again, Ken, we're sort of coming up against a time barrier, but um, we'll be back in the next podcast to talk about um, once you're ready to buy, what sort of logistics you need to put in place and um, to, to make that happen. Excellent. I look forward to talking to you then. <laughs>